Hello, and welcome to another episode of Talkin' BS. My name is Van Santos, and as always, I'm joined by my old pal, Corey Bell. This week, we discussed sports again. There has been so much going on in the world of sports, from the return of fans to March Madness to NFL free agency. We talked about everything that's been going on, including a little sports betting talk. You're now listening to episode 18, titled Sports 2. This is Talkin' BS. All right. Speaking of good starts. It has been two weeks since we talked. It's been like three weeks since we had an episode. There's been a lot lot of stuff going on. So uh, Pure chaos. Just a lot coming. I got a wedding upcoming, bachelor party. I've just been working a lot. You've been working a lot. Um, and so here we are. We are back after a two-and-a-half-week hiatus. And uh, we were talking about what we were going to do, as we always do. And I figured... We would go in with something light, uh, something fun, something that we don't have to do a lot of research on that we could just talk about. So sports two, we already did the first installment of sports. And honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if we get to sports 10 at some point. Just it's coming. It'll happen. Um, so here we are sports two. It'll happen. I mean, what triggered this whole thing, right? Is obviously we're in the eyes of March. My friend, we are here. We have March Madness, but more importantly, we have sports. It was, it was what, it was, I mean, it was what, like this time last year, yep. like two or three days ago was when they canceled the tournament. Yes. This is, this little week that we're in right now is like the perfect reminder of how everything kicked off. Like the stories we were telling, stories I was telling about SEC tournament being canceled. I mean, that was last weekend. So it's almost been an entire year. It has been an entire year since everything hit the fan. But uh, pretty excited that sports are a lot of sports came back already. But um, things are fans are starting to come back, and it just feels like we're finally climbing our way out of this hole that we've dug ourselves into. Dude, it's, start, it's starting to feel it's starting to actually feel real. I uh, I like I, I know we were talking about this, and I think I may have already even said this in another one, but it was it wasn't until the NBA canceled their season that I was like, oh, this is real. Like that, it was it was sports that kicked it off for me. That just made me like, all right, I need to actually pay attention to this thing. Uh, so I mean, it's it's crazy that we're here now. Uh, I'm happy that we're here now. But it's uh, it's it's been a it's been a it's been a rough year. Uh, I'm just I'm just glad that I'm glad that we have sports to watch. To to your point, fans coming back. Have you seen? Uh, and obviously, I think it depends on states too, right? States are still kind of feeling each other out. But where Florida has no rules, uh, never have, never will. UFC Dana White bringing uh, UFC to Jacksonville and doing a full arena for the fight. I did not see. Dude. I did not see that they were bringing it into uh, Jacksonville. I totally missed that. But I will tell you this much: Dana White does whatever the f Dana White wants to do. So Going from Fight Island, nothing about that surprises me. Um, so yeah, you could have told me that he decided to fight on the moon, and I would have been like, "Cool, yeah." So him and Elon got together and decided they were going to fight on the moon. Cool, that makes perfect sense. I, I can see know. those two hanging out. I yeah. can see it. They're both characters. That's a fact. They're eccentric. They're a bit eccentric. But yeah, 16,000 feet uh, seat stadium. Feet. A seat stadium uh, in Jacksonville, I think. They're they're trying to pack that thing out for UFC. You know, I saw, did you see uh, Bama's 100% occupancy come fall? I was going to go there. I saw that. What would they say? What is it, 107 now, 104 or something? What are we at? We're, we're, well, it, it varies because they're yeah. trying to do additional modifications to the south end yeah. zone to make it a giant. Did you see the plans for this thing? Yeah, it's pretty insane. It's intense. It's pretty, it's pretty insane. Um, It'd be awesome. I did see that. That wouldn't surprise me either. <laughs> no. You're not out there. Well, they will. They got the money. Uh, yeah. dude, the, the amount of money that flows through 
and we'll and we'll kind of talk about some of that in a little bit. But the amount of money that throws flows through college athletics is absurd. It's, it is so ridiculous. Yeah, which which really caters to the argument that these players should get paid. But it's a to very, some a, degree. Let's go into that oh, a little. Let's, let's go, do it. No, we, we started you know, it. Let's do we it. We can go off into that tangent together really fast. Um, it's that an, was not it's, on our outline. It was not at all. We're doing you it. You know what? It was not at all. But here we are. That It's such a complex situation. It's so complex. I would not want to be... I would not want to be the person that's deciding whether they get paid or not because there's just so many arguments on both sides. I mean, I, I agree that the players should be paid, but then it's like, it's like how you can't, it's not a one size fits all thing. Trevor Lawrence and Tua and Jalen Hurts and those players are household names almost. And then you go down and you look at a D3 school, nobody knows this kid. And how do you, how do you apply the same rules to, a superstar to an athlete that maybe, maybe plays golf. I mean, I don't, it's just, Oh gosh, it's a lot. Here's, here's the way I think about it. I don't, I don't think you can do it. I think, okay. I think there's two avenues that you can take. All right. And it's either the school doesn't pay the, the athlete in any way. Right. And you can, you can argue the scholarship, the education. I get all that. I understand that argument. Um, do I think it's a full argument? No, I don't, but uh, I understand it. So you can say that the school that maintains that, right? That's it. That's all that the school provides, but they can accept money from outside agencies to like use their likeness, right? With NCAA coming back, yep. right? Different things like that. Now, the thing you run into there is going to be at what point are they working more hardly, you know, are working harder for that yes. than they are with school? Where does it become an issue where we draw yep. the line here? Right. So, uh, you know, that's, that's that issue that I yeah. think that you would have to try to resolve a little bit. If you, and then if you try to cap that, it's like, well, then what's the point? I mean, I get there's a point, but you know what I'm saying? Like, so I, yeah, th- there's so many issues when you look at the sponsorships. I mean, look at college basketball, how, how wrecked that's become with these like massive federal FBI investigations. Like what? I don't know, man. If you're Will Wade, you get away with it without issue. I mean, I don't know how LSU did not fire that guy. They have him Shocking. on tape, like just not even trying to hide it. At least Tennessee put it in a stupid McDonald's bag. Come on, LSU be better. It's wild. You think about, <laughs> so let's say like the, let's say the school is Nike and a kid has a sponsorship by Adidas when they're in high school. And so are they just going to not go to that school or are they going to be more persuaded to go to another school based on sponsorships? And then what if Adidas starts sweetening the deal by saying, well, we're at Adidas school over here, so you should come here. And then it's about the sponsorship and not the athlete. It's just, it gets Next thing you know, it's going to be the NFL in college football, which is like, uh, it's just there. It's so complex. It takes, takes away the passion. I don't want it. I don't I, want it that I way. I do like, but also, flip side. What was the first thing you said? You said they are making so much money on college sports, and so it's like, so how how do you justify that? Because you're right, playing for the love of the game. I think the product on the field ends up being better. If you look at most professional sports, guys taking plays off or guys doing the contractual thing, you know, not many people out there are going to take less money to try to go win. You know what I'm saying? You see all the, we'll get into free agency a little bit later, but you see a lot of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers coming back right now on lesser deals because they believe that they can go back to the Super Bowl and win again. Um, in college, I mean, I guess, I guess the the counter argument to that is that the, those systems are already in place. I mean, you go to Alabama, you're going to have it a little bit nicer. Your facilities are a lot nicer. And knock on wood, they haven't. There's been no. I don't want to say this. Everybody, so here, okay. everybody says that everybody pays the kids money. That's what everybody says, and I don't know. You know, I don't know. Here, here's here's what I I honestly believe this, and people can, you know, condemn me for it or whatever. Every single program cheats. Every single one has paid players. Every single one has done some illegal NCAA benefit to benefit someone in a rough situation so that way they can play for their school. Now, having said that, I do not believe that Nick Saban and the Alabama football program pay their, at least, at least to his knowledge, it does not happen. Solely, I'm not saying he never did it. I believe he did it. I believe he did it coming up, 
But I solely believe he does not have to do it now because of the reputation, because of what you just said. When right. you come to Alabama, you know you're playing for a championship at some time. Derrick Henry you don't, said You it. don't have to sell that. Derrick Henry said it. They asked him, how much did he get paid to come to Alabama? And he said, I got paid in rings, baby. I got paid in <laughs> rings. Dude, you see, speaking of, speaking, of, speaking of that, speaking of championship bloodline that we do have, did you see Nate Oates post-game LSU, uh, the SEC championship? I, lo- I loved that. That was. A Are you a basketball school or a football school? And uh, he, go ahead. I'm a championship school. <laughs> he, yeah, he said, we don't have to be. He said Alabama's known for winning, winning football championships, and here you are winning a, a basketball championship. And he said, "I don't have. We don't have to be a football or a or a basketball school. We we're a championship school." And I was like, "Oh, goosebumps!" Goosebumps. Did you, did you, speaking of championships, did you see what national? We took home another national title over the weekend. You know what it was in? Was this the women's handicap basketball? Thing? Women's handicap basketball. That's impressive. Taking it. Dude, you know Sebastian, uh, freshman year, he had two roommates who were on the men's handicap basketball team at Alabama. Yes, we talked about and they this were, this weekend. They were, yeah. Oh, did you? That's yeah, funny. I vaguely remember I vaguely remembered that, but um, it, it had been so long, and it was probably just a short little thing that I didn't really remember that too much. Well, every time you came to Alabama, you probably were a little hazy. We were, uh, why, Corey? I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, uh, I don't know. All right, I'm so not sure. getting away from paying players and back to sports being back. So long drought uh, of of no sports at all, and then sports coming back and being weird. You know, you had the yep. NBA bubble. You had uh, all of these sports leagues trying to figure it out. You know, football came back, limited capacity at some some stadiums. The COVID quarantines, Major League Baseball, you had hockey, NHL doing the bubbles. Uh, by the way, the Preds are absolute trash. Just Dude, they're terrible this so year. So bad. We played well yesterday, but it's been a rough, rough go. The, um, the greatest thing about sports like in the past year was there was about a month overlap where there was like every sport in the world was going amazing. on in the same week. And you could watch anything and everything you could ever imagine all in, all in one time. It, it, so, that was great. You couldn't go to a sports bar to enjoy that. But you could flip it around in your home TV. So that that was kind of feeding me into one of the things I was thinking about was how do you take in sports, and I, I'm wondering how you, how you or how everybody takes in sports, and if that's changed through COVID, and if that will continue to change because you, it's it's interesting how the world has adapted to viewing at home. You know, like even I, I look at the Super Bowl halftime show with the weekend. That entire performance was a made-for-TV performance. The people in the stadium probably had a bad experience. I mean, he literally oh, went under yep. the stage for a whole song. They're like, well, I guess he's gone. Cool. Oh, hey, there <laughs> he is. Ran around like a lost little kid, too. He's back. He's, I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure they had the video on the, on the screens and stuff. But um, how do you watch – I mean, how do you watch sports? Obviously, on TV, but – yeah, so you know, there's there's a lot of different ways, right? You know, I, think I, I mentioned it before. Uh, you know, with my dad and brother, we every year we try to go to an Alabama game, right? Check off all the SEC stadiums. Um, you know, we didn't get to do that this year, obviously, with it, with everything going on. Um, next year, we're planning on just starting that back up. We're heading over to Mississippi State. My uh, my cousin is actually their long snapper, randomly. Uh, so we're going to go get to check him and his mullet out and, uh, and, and watch them get beat. So I'll be happy to rub that in his face, but, um, you know, it's, it's different, right? Like I can, I can remember, I was never that guy that would go to sports bars to watch sports, but if there was, you know, a few games going on or we were out playing golf, we would then go back or March madness. I would probably do that. Right. Because there's like 10 games going on at once and you want to see kind of really what's what's all happening if there's multiple things going on then yeah i'm probably at a sports bar watching now you know i got espn has a great app on, on apple tv i can get four games at once on my tv at all you know i don't have to do any of that kind of crazy stuff so it's it's changed it's definitely changed um i'm still going to be a little more hesitant i think to go to to games and go to bigger events and things and that's just going to take some kind of personal stuff to get used to. And I think everybody has a different comfort level. You know, I think we've probably taken things, uh, yeah, a little bit more careful, uh, when it comes to relating that to COVID stuff, uh, just due to originally with 
the unknown and then having a lot of elderly in our family. And, uh, and then, uh, the end of last year, I guess I can bust this out now cause it's been officially announced, Bust. found out we got a, a second one on the way. So, uh, with the, with the preggers, uh, at home, uh, and obviously, uh, uh development in the fetal area, what a way to thing. make the announcement. I may, when, I know, we, right? when we cut this up, I may just copy and paste that and just play it on repeat with as you should another on the way with the preggers at home and the fetal and the fetal. stuff with the things there's <laughs> with this stuff. Super um, happy. Uh, but you know, with, with, <laughs> with, with, uh, with her incubating another one, we, we've, we've tried to take it a, a little bit better, uh, and a little bit safer, uh, you know, stance and, uh, he is, she's due in, uh, in September. So that'll be right at the start of football season. So, uh, I think she's going to try to get the vaccine right now. Pregnant women aren't allowed to get it. Um, so I think she's going to try to get it right after basically like have a baby, get a shot. So that way she can, uh, pass on the antibodies and stuff through uh, her breast milk, which will be cool. Um, and then Joan will just be the lone ranger. So, <laughs> you know, but at that point, really, I think we'd all feel a little bit more comfortable. Right. And it's stupid to say that a shot makes you feel that much more comfortable, but you know, I think it does. Uh, at least for me, it does. I know there's some people out there that, that, that don't agree, but for me, it makes me feel a little bit more comfortable. And I think that'll kind of help ease back into things. Uh, but I can tell you for probably this year, it'll be a lot more home viewing than, than going to a game. I, there's nothing better to me than going to a game. I absolutely love going to a game. I, it doesn't, I don't care the sport. I mean, we went to, we went to a Preds game, what, two years ago, just on a whim. And that was one of the most fun things ever. Now, hockey is super fun to watch. I had no idea what the rules were. I, I had to learn, but it was awesome. I loved it. I just, I love that atmosphere. There's nothing to me that beats a stadium atmosphere for a game. So before I get into mine, I will, I will second that. I think being live makes any sport exciting. I uh, just finished watching the Queen's Gambit. I just imagined being live for a chess match. And that, <laughs> for whatever reason, Dude, right now, that looked exhilarating, you know? Um, but, uh, I mean, I think about racing too. Like, honestly, I, there was a time in my life where I was forced to watch some NASCAR. I, I do not understand it. I, I don't understand. I mean, I understand like little small changes and I, I'm sure there is skill involved. It's watching a marble go around a tube for like two and a half, three hours. Do you know how many people you just offended? Do you know how many people you just offended? Yeah. Bring it on. I'm going, I have no problem. <laughs> I have literally no problem defending that stance. Although, however, we're going to talk about this in a little bit. I did watch the la- the end of whatever was on last weekend or two weekends ago because I put some money on it. Don't know anything nice. about it, but man, I thought one marble, the green marble might go faster than the red marble. You know what I'm saying? Just round and round Dude, we go. I know people who have bet little marble races. No. But literal marble. Right. Oh, yeah. Literal marble races. So to your point, yes. Any live event is better. Uh, live baseball is just the best. You get the hot dog, you get in the seat, you get the cold beer, sunflower everybody, seeds, you know, you're yeah, outside, uh, sunflower seeds, peanuts. I mean, this is an eat fest at a, at a baseball game because you got to do all of them. You got to get it the whole way around. And you're going to be there a while. Yeah. So you might as well enjoy it. I mean, it. The, the sounds up here in Nashville, you know, the, uh, Nashville's pushing for an ML for a MLB team, but the sounds did it right. They made it a full experience. And a lot of like, Minor league teams are doing this now, but there's cornhole outside. There's a beer garden. There's putt putt for the kids. I mean, there's literally awesome. like putt putt. I mean, um, I got grass in the outfield and stuff. You can bring your own chairs. It's just a a, a whole thing. But um, so yes, live sports are the best. But we have missed out on that for a while, and I and we have found new ways to take in our sports. I did you ever have a time where you would turn off your phone and wait to go home to watch the game recorded? Did you ever do that? Yeah. yeah. Uh, especially like if I knew I was only going to be like an hour late to it and it was a big game. Yes. Oh, definitely. It, 100%. I had to watch it. Like, and I'll, I'll fast forward to the commercials, right? To try to start catching up. You, you were always bad with that. Now you did that a lot more than me. Yeah. And I, I, I struggle with that now. I almost find it like that's impossible. Because there's so much, 
there's so many screens everywhere and Twitter and every, everything is so immediate that like to try to go a whole day without watching, like that like Cody will still do it for Manchester United. He'll like, he's like not looking on his phone. He's got his notifications off, but you have to like shut everything on your phone down. Cause you, you can't open up Twitter. You can't open up Instagram, Facebook, nothing. Cause you may be just scrolling along and that one thing may just be like, boom, we're up two to one. And it's like, no, no. <laughs> um, but uh, there's that. And then nowadays it's just on every screen. So it's That's like fact. phone, iPad, computer, you know, TV, you're streaming it. Um, you know, we still have cable. Uh, I don't know for how much longer, but we still have cable. So I will, uh, I will still record the games at times, but I, I always say I'm going to go back and watch like the first period of the hockey game or the first half. And I just never do. Cause it's not the same as being live, you know? I'll do a lot of recordings for the bigger games too, just so I can watch them when I'm not an emotional wreck, you know, cause I, when I'm so heavily involved and I'm watching these things. It's hard for me to, to, to kind of separate myself. So I thought about this when you were talking, uh, cause you were talking about, you know, different social media and, and connectivity around, you know, sports and knowledge and, and that stuff. And I think some of that too is the connectiveness of sports. And I know we talked about that right. Uh, in, in previous discussions, but, I think that's probably my favorite way to watch sports is with a group of people like, and that's either having them over to the house, going over to their place. If we're at the game together, even better. But to me, and I think it it might be a, it might be more of a football thing, but going out tailgating, right. Going to the game, like just that whole experience to me is the best way to do a game. And then have, you know, the Georgia-Florida game on on a TV in the back of a uh, F-150 that's powered by a generator while we're grilling hot dogs. I mean, like, that's, that's glorious to me. Why wouldn't I want to do that? I totally agree. And we're, we live in a very strange time now where you can do that at home by yourself. <laughs> that you can't. I know that you're you not can. the biggest Twitter guy, but I, I have found this very interesting. I'm going to use the word conundrum. Mm. It's a very interesting situation we've got going on here. So the conundrum is this, it's that same idea. It's the same concept of you go to a a music concert and then you film it the whole time and you literally never go back and watch those videos and you lose out on viewing the moment with your eyes and experiencing it, taking it in. And then you just, you never revisit that. I cannot, I never, I never post videos of a concert or anything because I saw it, but did I, did I really see it? Because I'm just looking through a phone, you know? So, um, kind of one of those pet peeves, but flip side, now I've got this thing with sports, especially when we're at home, I'm, you miss out on the connectivity. So I take to Twitter and I will be watching live tweets as the game's going on. And it's kind of like a running commentary of like friends, other athletes, um, sports analysts, the people that cover the team, there is a whole little world of um, just sports fanatics, sports fans on Twitter that interact in that world. And sometimes, you know, I, I take it really respectfully. Some people get really, really <laughs> heated. Um, but I find that, especially during a game that I really like, I will put that down. But if it's a game that I'm casually watching, I will, I will just sit there and watch and I'll jump in on certain things. I'll drop a gif here, whatever. I probably do it way too much, but it's a lot of fun until it's like your team or a big game. And then I'm Don't out. Don't want to hear it. I just got to watch. Hear it. I just got to watch. That's it. So here's the, here's the thing I'll say to that. You know, I, I don't get on Twitter or anything too much or too often. Um, but for a big game, because so you, you talked about you guys have, you guys still have cable and stuff. So you don't really have a lag in the stream. All my stuff is streaming. So I have, you know, usually like a two minute lag and I know that I'm behind. So if I'm super nervous, I'll go ahead and start refreshing the, the, the Twitter sphere to see what happens. So that way I either can, can keep my nerves. Like the, the lag in the stream is real because how many times have you called me during games? Oh, it's so bad. My dad, (laughs) it's funny how with me and my dad will swap. Cause like sometimes he's at home watching it and he'll call me and all of a sudden he'll be like 10 seconds ahead of time. So it's like, Oh my gosh, did you see that? And it's like, well, I, I did just now after you told me <laughs> it was about to happen. Um, 
And then sometimes he'll like move a TV outside and do like the, you know, fire stick or whatever. And then it's like, he's got like a 45 second, two minute delay. It's like, oh my gosh. Um, so yes, the, the delay is real technology. That's, that's first world <sighs> problems right there. Gift and a curse because you may be watching the same game and you may be watching it live. And all of a sudden in your little on Twitter or in your group, it's like touchdown. And it's like, God, didn't see it yet. And then you're the moment is spoiled for you. So it's yep. like, ah, and that is uh, the I'll most say that cause, first cause, world. You know, we, we, so first dude, world. It is. So first world. We have our, you know, group, especially for football season, right? Our little group chat that goes around for all the games and everybody's usually talking through that. If it's, if it's stressful and I don't want to know, I put it, I put yes, my phone away. You have to, like, you have, I don't, I don't look at turn it. Turn your phone over. Yep. I have to like put it away. Cause even if I see a light, I'm like, oh, no. what happened? What, what happened? happened? And someone's like, somebody going to get beer. It's like, okay, dude, come yeah. on, man. Come on. Like, come on. <laughs> That's not come what on. this is for. So I will have to turn the phone over, uh, to do that. But it's just crazy how there's all the different ways you interact with it. Now I, uh, this is kind of going out of order, but I'm going to go ahead and bring up sports betting. So here we yeah. are. We're going Bring into it. betting. We've skirted around this idea for a long time. I didn't think we could do a full episode on it. So um, here we are. We're throwing it into sports number two. But I've gotten into sports betting. And the first two weeks of it basically was all encompassing. Like it just destroyed my life. Not destroyed, but it just overtook my life. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a strong word. <laughs> yeah. So. Tell, I, no, 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 no. Tell the people what you were betting on and what you did pretty get, successfully. Oh, I'm getting there. So I, I got, you know, I think I put in $50 and within about 45 minutes that was gone. Um, so not a good start, but I learned from my, you know, I learned from my mistakes. It's also like anything new, like riding a bike, you're going to fall down the first couple times. I didn't really know what the bets were, how the odds worked. I was still trying to figure out, what are all of these different options? I mean, it's like a menu and then it's like, Oh my gosh, I've never had this before. What are, how am I, how do I know what to try? And so trial and error kind of takes over the first week or so. But, um, you know, it started off, I was like, well, football's going on. So I'll just, okay. Is the team going to win? Cool. So I just picked that. Um, but the way that the odds were all set up, I'm like, well, if I, if I put in $10 and I'm only going to take out 12 bucks, if I could only win 10, you know, $12 off 10, I'm like, is it really worth risking $10? So then you want to go get better odds and that's where they get you. So there's a reason <laughs> why they're better odds is because the odds of it happening are much, much lower. So, um, anyways, so I, I'm kind of feeling it all out in that first week and I, I put in the 50, lost it immediately, put in the next 50 and I had a little bit of success. I was feeling good about myself. Um, and then I lost that. So, <laughs> you know, my saying with sports betting is you win some, you lose more, you know, you know, a little fact. play on that. That's fact. But uh, at, at some point it kind of clicked and I started placing some smarter bets. And then I had this, I started going down the rabbit hole. So I went from football to basketball to baseball, not, not baseball to soccer. And then all of a sudden it was like, Turkish women's amateur tennis, like just <laughs> random, random. I don't even know if they call certain, some of these things that I bet on sports today. I saw they had table tennis. I saw yeah. the, I saw on the app today that you could, you could bet on table tennis, but my biggest bet came out of one of those, like I, it could have been men's. I don't know. It was a tennis, it was a tennis match. And I waited, but it was, it was like Turkish or something though. It, they had nothing to, it was European of some yeah. sort. It could have been, I don't know. I don't know. Um, so my biggest bet that I've won, I put, I, I saw that this one player was favored by a whole lot to begin the match. And then they lost the first set. And so when they lost the first set, their odds were super high that they would lose or the odds were super low that they would win. So I put $50 on this, this person to come back and win. And I ended up winning like three fifty or something. So I'm like, oh my gosh, I just went up. I got like $500 in my account. I was on top of the world and it only took about three days and that was all <laughs> gone. Cause I just got super cocky with it. And I was like, I'm the best. And then all of a sudden there's only $45 left in your account. And it's just like, Oh, I should have taken some of that out. So 
Oh, no, the greatest, the greatest ones from you. Cause I mean, you, you know, this is still within six months for you. It's still newer. Correct. Right. It hasn't been like been that long. Right. But the greatest thing is just within those six months, you've probably told me 14 times. I'm never doing this again. This is the oh, stupidest thing every ever. Every single time. And then that $10 free play hits on oh, a Monday. Yeah. Stuck you right back in. That's, I mean, that was, that's kind of been my new rule. Especially with like when money is is important and you don't have extra, <laughs> when you don't have extra money to just blow on whatever, yeah. So my new rule has been just wait wait till Monday every week because they give you a ten dollar free bet, and if you win, then you can play with the winnings, and if you lose, you don't. You know, <laughs> so that's been kind of my my curbing the curbing the itch. But uh, so what I'm getting at though is that is it really some people when they bet they have to watch the game. Like at some point though, you can, you're just watching a numbers machine tick up and down. So, you know, even sometimes now, like let's say there's an NBA game or something and I'm like, I think LeBron's going to score 20 points or, or whatever it is. I'll put that on and then I will be watching some other TV show or whatever, but I'm keeping up with the game within the app and I'm just watching the numbers tick up. Okay. I got to hit the overs. So I'm just waiting and waiting and it is a, it, it's a very stressful experience. You know, um, even sometimes you're like dead set and you're sure like this is definitely going to happen. Uh, and then it doesn't, but it's interesting to me how I'm learning more about the NBA and yet I really don't watch any of those games. <laughs> I'm just watching numbers and people and it's very statistics driven. So, um, that was just one of those through, through, uh, you know, quarantine and then, Tennessee picked up sports betting a couple months ago. Um, through all of that, it's been an interesting di- dynamic shift in uh, in how I kind of experience sports. I've I've taken in a lot of games without ever even watching them. It's a very it's very strange. Very strange. see, I can't I can't do it that way. I have to. I was I'm not I'm that guy that has to watch right. Like if I if I have money on it, but I also in this it started for me at a sports bar, right? Yeah. Like it was me. I, actually, that's not true. The first, the first time I got hooked up uh, with with uh, betting and, and sports stuff was uh, we were actually at an Astros game, and uh, I looked over. My buddy Flip was uh, on his phone. And he had an app. He was like, "Yeah, they're going to hit a home run this inning, twenty dollars." I was like, "All right, whoa, 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 hold on. I want to, I want in on this, right?" And like that's how this whole thing started. He had a friend uh, who's been kind of our bookie guy, and so we've been going. I've been going through him, and it. I ended up that first night. Like four hundred bucks, just like that. I was like, I, I don't even know what I, I don't even know what just happened. I don't even know what I just did. And I was able to get it all back before they do uh, biweekly pay-ins or outs or whatever. So I was able to get it all back and not not have anything to, to worry about. But that's what that's what started with me. And then it, it whenever I'm at a sports bar, that's when I'm like, hey, you know, this game's on. I'll I'll put a couple bucks on because I want to make it more interesting. Right. I I want to I want to make anything I'm watching just that next level. It's, that's kind of how I approach it. it. It makes it very interesting because flip flip side there, you know, there's a lot of games that I watch that I don't watch or that I keep up with that I don't watch. But then all of a sudden there may be some big 10 game that I usually wouldn't pit, wouldn't watch, but I'm like, well, this is the best game that's on tonight of all the sports. So I put some money on it, 10 bucks, 20, whatever. And then I'm in and all of a sudden I've watched a really awesome game. So, yep. you know, it's kind of interesting how, how it, it it's a, Again, it's a gift and a curse. It's kind of like it could be give me one or the other, but moderation is key. You know, moderation is <laughs> key. Having self control. Yeah, I don't have any though when it comes to that. I, especially when, you, like, to your point, when you start winning, it's I'm just like, oh, I can, I'll win this every time. But it's, this is it. it. That's all you gotta do. It I remi- got it. It reminds me of when I used to play video games a lot. I still play a little bit every now and then, but it's like when you win, you're like on top of the world and you want that feeling again. So you just click rematch. And then you go back in and, and if you lose, then you're like, well, I can, I already want, I can win. I, I just need to go. I, I can't end on a loss. I remember like my brothers and I, and, uh, my friend Evan, we would always say when we we're playing FIFA, it's like, well, we can't end on a loss. Can't end on a loss. And as soon as you win, you kind of like look over at your friend and you're like, you want to go again? <laughs> <laughs> it's the same thing every yep. time. So it's the same, same concept. Cause you're right. Once you win that, I'm like, oh my God, I just turned $20 into 60. Well, I could turn sixty into like three hundred. Uh, Dude, even not even not even like online. Like the last time I was at a casino, uh, I mean, I sit at I sit at a blackjack table, right? And I'll sit there for hours, uh, and I'm usually pretty good. I mean, I, do, I I usually walk away up. I usually walk away up. But the very last time I was at a casino, the very last thing I hit a blackjack, 
And I, I looked at the door and said, all right, cash me out. I'm done. I'm, I'm, I'm going out on top. And she stared at me like I had a third eyeball. She's like, what is wrong with you? Why would you leave right now? It's like, trick, I'm up $300. I'm leaving. I'm up. I'm out. See you. But I mean, I just, I, I have to, I mean, and that goes back, I think to playing too. Cause like you couldn't, you couldn't end on a miss right in basketball. Yeah. You couldn't end and uh, you know, when you think about all the batting practices that we had, like, yeah, you, know, you can't, you have to end on a hit, right? It has to be a good hit. No, I don't want that grounder. Give me a good hit. Give me something. Give me something. Drive it to the outfield. Give me a lot. Right. Like that's just, that's the way that we were conditioned. You can't not do it. Exactly. So. It's oh, man, I absolutely but love it. Though. It also, it's so funny how it's, it's linked to that competitive spirit too. So it's like we played sports, so we were clearly competitive in nature. We don't like to lose. We don't like to quit. And we want to finish on top. So it's like, it's a vicious cycle of like, you still feel like you're competing in a way you're winning and losing, but you know, you're obviously you're gambling with more than your time and energy. It's uh it's actual dollar bills. So Dollar bill, y'all. Um, all right. Speaking so, speaking of speaking of gambling, yeah. though. Good. And we kind of were hitting on March Madness and stuff. What? How many people do you think bet on March Madness? Like, oh god, give me a round. Of, I looked this up. So, how, just randomly, what would your roundabout number be? All right. What do we got? Three hundred million in America. Three hundred million. Are you just talking about America? Yeah, globally, just America. America. Three hundred million. America. I think there's more women than men by just a little bit. So let's say 150. I'm going to say 75 million. You're not far off. Go ahead. You're not far It's one and out of every five. I'm going to narrow it down to, I mean, that's, to, to that's little numbers. Pretty close. Pretty close. That's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You're, you're right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right there. One out of every five will bet. In Mar- I'll put a, put a bet down for March Madness. How many will bet multiples? Because you know there's some people Ooh. out there filling out 100 brackets. Dude, 100%. That's insane. How many brackets have you filled out? I've only filled out one so far. Uh, Bet MGM, shocker, had a uh, had a free <laughs> had a free play game where you can fill out a bracket. I don't know if you can do multiples. You might be able to do multiples, and they'll pay out two million dollars if you get it. So, nice. uh, I don't know when's the last year that someone got every single one right. I don't think anybody ever has because the odds are just so astronomical. Astronomical, dude. Because there's always like that one random upset too there's, that just screws everybody up. But Bet right now there will be less than a thousand perfect brackets on ESPN's app by Sunday. Is that the end of round one? That's the end of round one. Because what is it? Is it Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday? It usually is Thursday, Friday, Saturday, but now it is only half. Two regions are going Friday, and two regions are going Saturday. Gotcha. Like Friday and Saturday are chock full. Wow. It's going to be insane. Yeah, I'm excited. The whole the whole thing is pretty wild. We watched the SEC tournament this weekend. Um, so segueing from how do you watch sports to what we've been watching? Obviously, basketball has been huge right now. Um, Alabama, roll tide! Holy cow! Roll tide. What's going on? We only lost two SEC games this whole year. Um, yeah, but I remember that weird time where it was like, are we good? Like, are we? Are we good this year? I remember that we I started, started the season. Yeah, four and three. Yeah, we were losing some games at the beginning, and then I remember then we went on to be twenty to three. It turned on. <laughs> it turned on. Um, the BetMGM and all the betting started like kind of right when basketball started as well. And I remember it was early on where people didn't really think we were legit yet. So I put there was like three or four games in a row where I think I put fifty dollars on us to win. And like cover by a lot, and uh, I I made some good money on Alabama for a little while, and then and then all of a sudden the spread started getting wider. The numbers caught so up. So it yep. was like, well, if Alabama's going to win by three and a half, if they're favored by three and a half, I'm going to bump it up to nine and a half because they're going to beat the crap out of Georgia. Then they beat them by thirty. It's like, oh my gosh. And then all of a sudden it's like Bama's favored by eleven and a half, and it's like ah, it's not as can't take that one, yeah. <laughs> ah, it's not as good. It's not as good. So, so did you know that the game that we beat LSU by a million and hit those twenty three threes SEC record humble brag? Uh, we were actually not the favorite for that game. LSU I, I was the not, favorite for that game. I did not remember that. Oh, I do because I want some money on that one. Nice. Yeah. 
Well, oh yeah. We I think the I think the spread is at um, sixteen and a half for this game right here. Yeah, I'm staying away from it. And let me tell you why I'm staying away. From it. Uh, and see, I'm I'm terrified I'm a, of this. Game. I, but see, I also here's where here's where morals come into play. I always I told you I'm not going to bet against my team, but if I pick Iona to cover at sixteen and a half. But we still win, and we still win by ten. Is that really betting against my team? <laughs> See, I, I, if I if I would take that bet, I would probably take Iona because I'm I'm terrified. All right, the you, you know the last time Alabama was a two seat entering the tournament, 1912. I don't know, almost <laughs> 1987. So before we were born, do you know what happened to them in the very first round? Oh, no, don't tell me. They lost to a Rick Pitino coached. Providence team. Shut and up. And so now we're playing a Rick Patino coach Iona team. Dude, they did. They conspiracies. knew. They, they knew. knew. Conspiracies. Yep. They it's knew. A fact. It's a fact. It's a conspiracy. Wow. But yeah, I'm terrified. I saw that news and they said it was Patino and I was like, why? <laughs> why do that to us? I forgot that he even came back. I thought he was still over in Italy. I was surprised as well. I didn't realize this was his first season. I didn't know. I didn't know anything um, about that because I figured he just got written off. I mean, how long has it been since all that scandal stuff happened? Oh, it's been a while. Speaking of scandal stuff, and we, we, I know we need to dive back into this, but less miles. Are you kidding me? Oh boy. Are boy, you boy. kidding me? I'm going to be honest. I only saw the headlines. I've not read into this. So I don't know all the details, but what was he doing? Texting girls on campus and stuff. Had him over to his. Oh no. He slept with girls. Oh, nice. Like uh, straight up hooked up with oh, chicks no. while he was the head coach at LSU. You're talking about like sorority girls. You're talking about college girls. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My gosh. I'm talking the grass eating man oh. was hooking up with sorority chicks. Like, to clarify for those at home, he eats grass before every game. He eats that, grass on the field. Weird. That wasn't, I, weird, I just, that wasn't a weird sexual pun. It might have been, but. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude, it's, it's, it's so messed up to me. Uh, like, I, don't, I don't understand it. I do not understand it. I, Did he get fired or did he step down? Oh, he got fired. He got fired from Kansas? He got fired, and then like three days later, Kansas fired their AD. Mm. Like, it was, it was because they're like, well, you didn't vet this guy. You didn't do anything because. They and I, and I believe that they had no idea this was going on, or at least I would like to believe that. Uh, but yeah, it's insane. It's a total, insane. Anyway, total, total side thing. But like, why do people have to just jack it up for everybody else? Like, it's just it just sucks when one person in the group ruins it for everybody because that's a bad look. It's a bad look on college football. It's a bad look on coaches. It's a bad look at athletic programs. Same thing with cheating and all that stuff. But we're we're, we're we are well beyond that. So. March Madness is upon us. I'm very excited. Uh, I have some winnings still in my account, 150 of them to be exact. Hey, so $9 billion. Should, so should I, is that how much is usually That's bet? how much is estimated to be bet. That was how much was bet in 2018 at least. It was like 8.5, and they're saying more than nine wow. would be going into this this year's tournament. Not billion with well, a B. I think, tech, I think Tennessee hit like, Two hundred and thirty million dollars in a month. I have to Jeez. look that up. Um, but I know that we were smashing records as far as um, betting numbers go. Do you think the pandemic helped those betting numbers? Because I mean, nobody else. I mean, what else were you going to uh, do? You're sitting at home, right? Yeah, I mean, I think that's. I'm. I'm sure it is. I think that I think that played a pretty good influence to it. And then, yeah, I think everybody is excited too that it's being legalized and more and more states um in our in yeah. tennessee's first month we hit 131 million dollars i don't Ooh. know if that's bets made or revenue made but sports betting, sports betting revenue it's a lot of quiche that's a lot of quiche wow well so, good y'all need to come over to memphis and repave it because yeah. every road in memphis sucks it's it's rough i haven't been there in a couple of years but uh but yes, it is rough. Um, so yes, I'll be betting on it. And it's just March Madness is, is so much fun. I remember before when Alabama was bad. I mean, like actually my entire life until this year. Um, <laughs> I, I, I would watch very, very little regular season games. I What it usually was was I would turn it on just casually while making dinner or something. And by like the 10-minute mark left, I'm like, huh. Ah. 
we're, we're good. We're done. We lost. And our, our MO now. last year and actually quite a few years was we'll get up by 15 or 20 and we'll blow that lead and we'll lose by four. It's like it was yep. just inevitable. So uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to, to March Madness. Um, the brackets are always fun. I love the upsets. I love the fact that like it's all day, all day long. And uh, I've been working remote from home. So I'm going to be honest. I'm going to have these games on all day it's cool all right so you said you filled out one bracket so far yeah yeah don't don't quiz me on it because i was just no no no. who do you have winning at all who do you think i have winning at all i'm betting on the boys let's go oh man i have us i have us making it to the eight and then losing to fsu i have fsu up dude having having like a cinderella run no i'm a realist i'm a pragmatist all right all right all right but listen to this and i haven't heard anybody claim this yet and i know a lot of people have done this but no one that I've spoken to has claimed this national champion yet. Are you ready? Bring it on. Taking Ohio State over Gonzaga in the championship oh, game. Oh, man. My friend Dan Morgan would love that. So this this weekend, uh, we uh, I, I was on our, my bachelor party, and we had a whole group of guys watching the Alabama-LSU uh, game. But at the same time – no, it was Alabama-Tennessee. Tennessee. T- Tennessee. Wow. I'm cutting that out for sure. Yeah. So no. <laughs> we're, we're all sitting there watching the Alabama Tennessee game. And he is the lone big 10 guy at the house and Ohio state is playing Michigan. And that was an insane game that like we didn't, we couldn't even watch it cause we didn't have the big 10 network, but he's keeping up with it on his phone and they go up by 11. And then all of a sudden it's a one point game. I guess Michigan missed the last shot, but uh, I Ohio State's an interesting one. Michigan looks really good. That that one big dude, their one big yeah. guy, he is a, he is their a best beast. player just got hurt. Oh really? Yeah, they just lost their best player going into the tournament. Did you see the guy for Tennessee whose head, whose face got destroyed? Dude, Fulkerson. Wow. So, dude, uh, yeah, his his he. So he, did you see he fractured? Yeah, uh, his cheekbone. Yeah. He got a concussion. Yes. And the kid apologized yeah. and said, please leave this guy alone from Florida. Yeah. The character that that kid had, like, I'm a fan of that guy. I cannot stand Tennessee. And when I say I can't stand Tennessee, I mean, I hate, I hate with a passion the Tennessee volunteer entire network. I hate them. The only good thing to ever come out of Tennessee was Peyton Manning. And he's the, he gets like the soul, like I can, I can back him up, but that's it. Uh, except for his colleges. I, I, but the integrity and character that that guy showed, I'm just saying somebody breaks my cheekbone in a basketball game. I'm not apologizing. I'm not telling nah. people to leave him alone that he was just caught up in the, I'm not doing that. No, not I would like all. to think I would, no. but I know I'm not. And I didn't watch that happen live. I just saw the replays and stuff, but if I'm his teammates, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I think it, I think the rage is coming out. I've been watching, I've been, we've been watching the Marvel movies. Hulk, yeah. it's coming. It's yeah. just, uh, dude. Think about this too. For I, I, I can't. I'm not. I'm gonna butcher this kid's name, but Pons or Yvonne Pond, whatever that kid's name is for Tennessee. Sure, like they're big. They have a huge center. The dude is yoked. Yes. Yeah, I mean he is yoked, and he can jump out the gym. But if if I'm that kid, I ain't fighting that guy. Yeah, that that dude could murder me. Mm-hmm. He could murder me. Like, ah. Uh, I'm not doing it, but all the respect to that guy because that I couldn't do what he did. So Mar- Mar- March is going to be a good time, and then uh, segueing to upcoming sports. Um, baseball's on the horizon. I've played fantasy baseball the last two years, which really got me back into it. I actually enjoy, very much enjoy keeping up with the games. I'll, I will even – I mean, I've watched probably more baseball in the last two years than I have the last ten um, just cause I've been wow. busy, but, um, pretty excited for baseball. Got our little fantasy baseball crew back together. We're going to do that again. I've won the last two seasons, two seasons, humble and, brag. uh, humble brag. And, uh, I haven't seen a dime, so I don't know. Uh, I don't know what's going on with that. Uh, Ooh, but uh, you know what's about to happen. You're about to get 75 gold coins. That's what's uh, about to happen. I need to make them triple down. Like if you won in this year, you have to pay me three times, but, um, <laughs> Looking forward to that. And then I know this is going to be more me than you, but NFL free agency started two days ago and it has been a bloodbath. Just absolutely chaos. chaos. Like what, I haven't been able to keep up it? with anything. I, like I, I see a few of the headlines come across, right? Cause I have the ESPN notifications and stuff. 
and it's been non like I haven't even been able to read them. I've been I've been traveling. We've yeah. been doing a bunch of stuff with this merger, and I, I haven't been able to keep up with it. From what I do know, Tennessee lost their entire secondary. Uh, they lost, you know, their tight end. New England apparently is rebuilding, you know, Belichick's dream team. I, I don't know what he's doing up there. Um, who is it? Our Dak cleaned up. I saw Dak, that. That Dak didn't really, finally got really, paid, which is great. Which was great. Uh, I just saw, I don't know, just a little bit ago, I guess Andy Dalton uh, just signed. Going um, to the Bears. Uh, which kind of surprised me. I thought they were trying to make a, a big play for Russ Wilson. Yeah. Uh, but Seattle ain't letting him go. Apparently that didn't work out. Uh, Seattle was like, nah, nah, he's not going anywhere. I mean, he shouldn't go anywhere. He needs to be there. Uh, so, I, I still don't understand the Jaguars at all. Like, oh, I, I, well, I thought made, once they, they got made, Urban Meyer, they, they would actually. Some moves. They made some moves. They picked up Marvin Jones from the Lions today. So they got another wide oh, receiver across from Chark, who's Chark is pretty good. Chark, Chark shows up. But it's going to, hey, that's going to be a whole interesting thing down there with uh, Urban. Urban. And, you know, he had to fire that coach as soon as he hired him. Yep. But it was a dumb hire. You can't hire your boy. You can't overlook that stuff and like just yeah. feel like you can slide it in because your name's Urban Meyer. No. And he had that coach. I can't. I don't even know his name. He had some players come forward to defend him. Um, and, and it's still. It was just like it's pretty tone deaf at this time, this time of yep. life. Um, but uh, it's been wild. So uh, it was all a result of COVID, right? So you know the way that the NFL works there every year you know contracts are made with players um, based on what the salary cap is which is how much a team can spend in a given year on contracts and there's various different you know things there that that sway how much a contract is going to hit the salary cap that year Um, so all of these contracts that were made for next year were based on projections of the salary cap going up and the salary cap is based on how much the league makes every year so you know i think last year's was at like 189 million or 192 million i think it was 192 million and they were all the teams make their contracts kind of based on what they think the cap's going to be and so if it was 192 last year i think everybody's thinking it's going to be 198 200 million something like that so all of their contracts they've already signed are designed on this model of like growth like any business and the nfl came out and after you know covid and everything that happened last year the the season got off just fine but the cap went down to 182 million so a lot of these teams had like 20 million less dollars than they're planning on having and you got to think about people that are again like things that were already set in motion somebody that was meant to make 24 million but now we can only afford to pay this person 18 so my look at explain this to me uh because I think you have a better understanding of it. Um, but when you look at somebody like Tom Brady or even Patty Mahomes, right, they came in and restructured their deal so they could take less of a cap hit. Yeah. Now, the way that I understand it uh, is, you know, Tom Brady extended his basically deal and then like voided years or what's, I, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but he, what loophole did they find to so where it I heard it? I heard it represented today in a certain way that was kind of, I'm still trying to understand it a little bit, but the way I understand it is there's an option in every, in almost every contract where the team can exercise this, uh, restructuring. It's like a restructure option. Um, and so what the team basically does is they give them, uh, they give the player a, a, essentially a signing bonus. They give them a chunk of money on the front end and it lowers the cap hit that year. So it's not considered a salary. It's considered a bonus. I'm kind of, that's, again, I could be wrong. Someone may tell me the other way, you know, whatever. But um, they've been talking a lot about Ryan Tannehill right now, potentially restructuring his, because I think he's set to get paid $24 million this year. If they did a restructure, they would pay him like $20 million this year, and his cap would, would only be like four and a half. So we could go pay somebody else this year an extra $20 million. But the way that bonus will then get spread out over the next three years of the rest of his contract. So, again, it could hurt you later, but it's going to help you now. It, there's so, it's such a complicated structure, and that is why GMs and CFOs. So they make good money. And that's why the presidents of these big NFL teams, they make a lot of money because it's pretty tedious. And then you look at a team like 
like the Saints got in trouble with the cap space because they didn't structure their deals very well and it all happened at once and then now they're they got no they got no room at the top of the cap, which is why they're gonna have to dump dump people. So it all right, tell me this wild. Is Tannehill a twenty four million dollar a year quarterback? Oh, in my opinion, absolutely. Yes. How biased is that opinion? Oh, one hundred percent. Not even, not even, there's not even a question. It's 100% biased. But the way I look at this, um, he, I think someone said this on the radio the other day, but he's not elite, but he's better than good. Do you know what I'm saying? He's, I, I would, I would say he's not elite or maybe, how do they say it? He's not elite, but he's better than great. I don't know. It's one of those. He's not a top five, but damn, he's, he's a top 10 in my opinion, you know? And <clears throat> It's kind of like Alabama. Think about our. He is an. He is a stereotypical AJ McCarron, Greg McElroy. He is a Mac game. Man, he is a game manager, in a good way. He's going to make few mistakes. He can scramble when he needs to. He's not going to. You know. He's going to hold on to the ball. You know. Obviously, that stuff happens. It's the NFL. Sometimes you walk into a buzzsaw, but you know. And he's going to hand the ball off to Derrick Henry. You know. Two K baby. Two two hundred fifty times in a season. You know. So. Um, all of our so moves. two things to that. Yeah, go ahead. Did you see Derek Henry get all of his live and some some nice two K gold chains? Dude, those were those were sharp. So those are yes. tight. so Derek Henry super, bought super the tight. whole offensive line gold chains that say two K and on the back it's got their name and it says twenty twenty seven, which is how many yards he ran for. Um and it was funny because I saw that and then AJ Brown, the wide receiver, sends like a funny gif and was like, you know, WR question mark, like wide receivers. Uh, we, 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 <laughs> they block, we block for you too. Uh, and then I saw oh, like funny. fullbacks got in it fullbacks and tight ends got in on it too. Um, so they were giving him some, some flack. It was funny. Oh, uh, that's awesome. Uh, and then secondly, since you brought up AJ McCarron, I kind of hoped that my boy would finally get a start. Nah. Right. I, I finally hoped that he was going to be the starter out in Houston. And then I saw it right. Literally. I, I don't know how long it's been out there, but I saw it right before we started talking. Yep. They they got Tyrod, and I was like, well, there goes there goes that. Well, that was, that was short you know, book. it's interesting because I don't know what they're going to do with that with Deshaun. I mean, is he going to play ball? Are they? No, you go. I think, but they may just say, look, you don't want to play. That's fine, Tyrod. You're up. Deshaun, sit that bench, dude. I mean, I, it's it could get really ugly if they want it to get ugly. If they let that happen, they are the stupidest organization. They, they are because right now they, they could have, get so much they for have him. So much trade capital, so much trade value in him right now. If they, as a principle, if they just make him sit the bench, they're eating that money. They're going to obviously recoup some from him if he sits out. If he decides to, if he but decides still. to sit out, they'll recoup some money. But they could go out and get two first round picks. They, I mean, that his value is so high. So. Um, now he is an elite quarterback. I agree. I think he's been in a bad organization. And he's been in a terrible organization. In like five years ago, I wouldn't have said that, but the last two years has been just a tank situation. I mean, since they brought in Bill O'Brien, dude, that's why I just yeah, I'm not. I trust. Oh yeah, Saint Nick. Oh yeah, he works. But he, I hate. He's on our team now, Corey. So he, yeah, he's he's with us. And I know he won't have any real say, so that that at least makes me feel good. But dude, yeah, he, he hurts my soul. Yep, he hurts my soul, especially living in Houston, like seeing it firsthand, like being at a few of those games. I'm just like, what are you doing? Oh man, it's frustrating. So we're, anyway, we're in day two of free agency, and uh, and then we got the draft in seven weeks. I think it's like April 25th or 6th or something. Um, which which is always a great time. It's like Christmas, you know. It's like you got new yeah, new is. toys, right? It's like uh, where is the draft this year? I think they gave it back to Vegas, right? Oh yeah, you're right because they had to take it away, so they're going back to it. Was it? It was right. it was Vegas that it was supposed to be at for COVID, and they, yep. they announced it was going back there because they didn't really get to do it. Um, I'm curious how that's going to be because I don't know. I think it'll still it'll probably be like half and half. I would assume, but um, in my opinion, and yes, this one is biased as well. It should be in Nashville every single year no matter what it should just listen i wouldn't mind being in nashville i get more business when it's in nashville hey that was (laughs) that was by far one of the best sporting events of all time it was amazing and just to be able to see that up close was was incredible so um any other thoughts on sports before we get out of here i mean you know dude we could go on all night we could we could just talk we we could yeah 
and we didn't even really i mean free agency that could just go on forever i've been i've been zo- like glued to my phone all day i'm trying to work but it's like every time it buzzes again every time it like lights up i'm like oh, oh did we get somebody new um but yes we could go a long a long way hey sports number two we number two uh, we'll see what comes up when number three hits maybe college football season comes back around Ooh. i don't know i don't know what's gonna happen but uh any, Ooh, i know one thing we didn't hit on what's up this was one that you wanted to hit on hit on your champions league boys oh you know i was gonna fold that into betting because i won i put down 20 bucks on both champions league games today and real madrid and man city took care of it for me uh so i made like 60 bucks but you know uh i i don't really have much else beyond that i, I skipped what it, is so. is this is going to show my Are you gonna say what, what is soccer <laughs> what, what is what is this foosball you speak of uh Where's Liverpool? What what are they in? All right, I will do this for you really quickly. Because <laughs> this is this explain is it a, to me like I'm a, this I'm is a, a nine common, year old. This is and a my, common, my mom and dad gave me ten dollars for a lemonade. Yes, stand. yes. Common issue here. So think about it like this: there are clubs, and then there are national teams. So for as far as internet, as far as the soccer world goes, there are clubs and there are international teams. So for example, in the United States, it would be national soccer club is a club. And then the United States men's team is our national team. So over there across the pond, you've got Liverpool, you've got Chelsea, Man United, uh, you've got Real Madrid, you've got, you know, Bayern Munich, uh, all these, all these teams, those are all clubs. And they play in various different leagues. So you've got like the Bundesliga in Germany. You got like obviously the Premier League in um, the UK. And so there's little pockets of tournaments that are going on. The Premier League is probably the, the biggest one, obviously, because they got a you know, huge contract here in, in the States, um, finally on TV, which is great. But then you've got the Champions League. The Champions League is like... Oh gosh. It's it's like March Madness. It's like all of the best teams from the best leagues come to play. So Champions League is like if you if you're in the top 4 in the Premier League, you get a bid. If you're the top whatever in the um Bundesliga, you you get in. If you're in Serie A and you win, you get in. So all the countries send their best clubs to go play in the Champions League and it's this massive tournament. So as far as a club performance goes, winning the Champions League is like the biggest thing in the world. And one other thing with clubs, uh, it could be players from all over the world. So there's no nationality borders. It's like, we're going to pay you $800 million to come play for us. Like it's, it's pretty insane. It's Um, a good day. So, and I don't, there, there's no cap in their league. So there, it, it is just free for all the ones that can pay the players. So that's why like man, you always has. That is why Chelsea, okay. Man United, Real Madrid, you know, and then sometimes teams will come along and they'll get a nice benefactor. Somebody will buy the club and then let's it's spending time, baby. Um, I could be totally wrong on that, but I am pretty sure that there's no cap in most of those leagues. Um, just cause the, the signing bonuses for soccer, is just insane. Uh, and then flip side, you got international play, which obviously is the world cup. We get once every four years, um, which I guess got backed up a year. It's in Qatar. I am not up. I don't know. That's an interesting. Yeah. Dude, the world cup's fun. I like the world cup. World cup is a blast and it is very much a United thing. You can go. I love, I just go into the bars and like everybody's an American in that point. It, well, yep. Obviously, there could be a couple, but but everybody likes everybody. Like we're all cheering for our country. You know what I'm saying? It's like we're all on the same team. It's, it's a very unifying um, thing. But yeah, I put Champions League on there, but uh, I couldn't find a clever way to tie it in, or I forgot about it. I just, so here, here was the here was the the preface of that was I was curious because did you see? I guess um, LeBron James already was a part owner of Liverpool, but then he just partnered up and bought into more with uh, some Fenway Sports Group or whoever it is. So he's now a part owner of the Boston Red Sox and even more of an owner now of Liverpool. So, I mean, yeah, he's a big Yankees fan too. And now he owns part of the Red Sox. It's kind of a a weird little dealio there. I knew he was in with Liverpool or a team before. I did not see any update about the the next one, but Tottenham Hotspur, they have a, they have a lot of um, us connections as well. Obviously that's where the NFL was playing over there. Yeah. They were trying to do a lot of um, prior to COVID, which kind of sucked, but, um, 
they had built a hybrid stadium, which is ridiculously amazing um, for football and football. So football, football and football. So football. hopefully we'll get to see some matches in some games in that stadium. 2022, maybe 21. I don't know. We'll see. But, uh, sports, man. Sports. Sports. As a reminder, you can interact with us on Twitter at talking underscore B underscore S. And you can, of course, find us on all major podcasting platforms, including Anchor, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify Podcasts. This has been another episode of Talkin' BS.